You're listening to Real Paranormal Talk with Jeff Trelowitz, part of CKCC Radio. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Podbean. And now your host, Jeff Trelowitz. And welcome back to episode number 104 of Real Paranormal Talk here on CKCC Radio. As always, my name is Jeff, and I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode. After you listen to my episode, I ask of you to check out another show here on CKCC Radio that just came out earlier today. It is episode number one is episode number two of the Not So Humble broadcast, hosted by the Commissioner Chris O'Mealy. He had a similar show called Jersey Rain, where he got to interview everyday normal people to tell their stories, because every one of us has a story to tell. You don't have to be famous to, you know, live an interesting life. And he recently talked to this gentleman who sounds very, very cool. I would hang out with him. He's a paranormal investigator, a movie buff, a music buff. Loves things, all things paranormal and pop culture. He's, of course, me. Shameless plug, I know. So check out episode number two of the Not-So-Humble Bradcast here on CKCC Radio, starring the one and the only me. All right, so we're going to stay in the uh, state of Pennsylvania. Last time I came to you, I talked about Fort Mifflin in Pencil- in uh, Philadelphia. Today, in honor of my Pittsburgh Steelers getting their asses whooped last Monday playing football, I want to talk about the ghosts of the Steel City. And I don't mean that of Ben Roethlisberger, Mean Joe Green, and Franco Harris. Because, well, that would be cool too, but no, I want to talk about real hauntings. So let's talk about some of the most haunted locations in Pittsburgh and the Pittsburgh area. And we're going to start with a place called the Church Brew Works. Some of the ghostly residents evidently weren't happy about being converted into a house of pale ales instead of prayers. It used to be a church. It is now a brewery. And, yeah, that did not go over well. Uh, In fact, it was even on a recent episode of Ghost Hunters with Jason and Steve, and they apparently caught some stuff. So I think I'm going to have to go back and rewatch that one, because I'm all for it. Uh, Another place that always seems to have a lot of hauntings are theaters. Whether it be a music theater, a playhouse... And a lot of stories tend to go into famous people that once graced the stage, including the Pittsburgh Playhouse, where a gentleman by the name of Gene Kelly, you may have heard of him, a bit of a dancer himself, got his start. And he's not the only one. It seems like uh, someone had a heart attack on stage, and he's been known to hang out in the dressing room, leading to apparitions appearing to visitors, including a man in a tuxedo and a lady in white calling the dead actor's name. The original playhouse was raised a few years ago, and it's not clear if the hauntings followed the troupe to their new Forbes Avenue location, but honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Now, of course, another place that's known for its haunts is a little bit more obvious, cemeteries. Because, you know, that's where the dead people are. 
the Allegheny Cemetery has been known to uh, cause a few hauntings as well. The ghost of Harry K. Thaw, son of coal and railroad baron William Kendall Thaw, is said to wander the grounds of the Allegheny Cemetery near his actual burial site. His infamy, tied to the murder of famed architecture, architecture, architect, I'm having problems with words today, Stanford White in 1906 and was dubbed the Trial of the Century. Although, let's be honest, the Trial of the Century is said to be a lot of different things. It also involved Thaw's wife, performer Evelyn Nesbitt. He was found mentally insane by a jury and confined to an asylum for years. Another old building that has a bit of a history is the Frick Mansion. It's just fun to say. Frick. Also, and this just sounds creepy, and I think it may lead my, uh, where I would want to go most in Pittsburgh, is a place called the Green Man's Tunnel. Tell me that just doesn't sound creepy. Now, you've heard of the Hat Man. I mean, who hasn't heard of the Hat Man? I haven't heard of the Hat Man, but... Perhaps Pittsburgh's legend of the Green Man, who may or may not be a distant cousin, is the best type of horror story there is. The ghost story stems from a true story about a disfigured man who loved taking midnight strolls and morphed into a glowing man who haunts the South Park Rail Tunnel. Not, you know, South Park, the cartoon... Obviously, use your discretion if you go exploring dark, abandoned tunnels, looking for photo, uh, looking for glow-in-the-dark people. The city uses this tunnel to store rate, uh, road salt and other tales of murder and mayhem follow. So, I personally may not want to investigate there after all. Sounds cool. Probably not. Sounds like Pittsburgh has all the tropes of haunted locations because another one is a uh, college the cathedral of learning at the university of pittsburgh the early american room at pitt's cathedral of learning holds a special energy within a hidden staircase because that will do it having a hidden room or staircase is a bedroom containing some of the belongings of martha jane poe a relative of a man very well known Mr. Edgar Allan Poe. Staff and docents in the cathedral have noticed odd noises, items moved without being touched, and of course, dark shadows. Because what haunted location would not be complete without creepy dark shadows? The rooms are often open for viewing and occasional guided tours. And here's another place that just has a cool name and a cool story. It's Dead Man's Hollow. I do believe, though, if you name your place Dead Man's Hollow, you are asking for a haunting. You can't make up a name like that. Dead Man's Hollow Con Conservation Area is its real name, and it's part of the Allegheny Land Trust. This former quarry and pipe factory have now been reclaimed by nature, with 450 acres of green space and six miles of trails. But the legend legends live on. Murder, earthquakes, fire, and mysterious deaths. Take the Enchanted Staircase, and again, middle of the woods, Enchanted Staircase, you're asking for trouble, and explore the factory ruins. 
Just don't become the next haunted denizen that wanders his path, because it does not go well for you. Another famous cemetery in Pittsburgh is the Calvary Cemetery. The ghosts of a couple of gangster brothers, Edward and Jack Biddle, may be found on the grounds of the Cavalry Cemetery, still angry that their lives were cut short after a famous Pittsburgh prison break. Well, it's called karma. And if you're a gangster, you know. Convicted of several crimes, including robbery and murder, hence why you're in prison, Biddles, just saying, they were imprisoned and sentenced to hang. But the warden's wife, Kate, began a romance with Ed. I mean, this, there's so many things wrong with this story. And she helped the Biddles escape prison. The freedom didn't last very long, and the brothers were both killed in gun battle. And she was seriously injured. Again, karma. And while we're at it, talking about places that have a long history of hauntings, Let's go ahead and talk about the Pittsburgh City Tuberculosis Sanatorium. Now again, sanatoriums and you know hospitals in general, especially abandoned hospitals, tend to have a long history of this. Now known as the Macabre Macy Mercy State Hospital. This hospital opened in the early 20th century to treat patients of tuberculosis. It's reported that hundreds of patients died within the building, and some of their spirits still haunt the grounds today. The ghosts of patients are said to roam the building and property, walk through walls, and stare at visitors from the upper windows. In certain wings of the hospital, crying, screaming, and laughter, because that's not creepy, can be heard. There are also multiple tales of small children in hospital gowns bouncing a rubber red, a red rubber ball. However, these parents won't have the building to themselves because uh, apparently this building will be has been recently changed to affordable housing for the senior citizens. That does not seem like a bad decision at all. Let's see what else I can find. Another place that has a long history is antique stores. Why? Because spirits can easily trap themselves into a object and stay there. Now, this antique store, located on McKean Avenue, has a laundry list of startling ghost stories. The store and its paranormal occupants were featured on an episode of My Ghost Story, caught on camera. Some of the unexplained stories include mysterious growling, furniture moving, unexplained footsteps on stairs, whispering, and children playing upstairs. Those kids again. There is a hotel called the Omni William Penn Hotel, and you're suggested not to visit the top floors of this luxury hotel. The 22nd and 23rd floors of the Omni William Penn Hotel are barred from the public and there's a good reason why. <laughs> They're haunted. There have been reports of mysterious laughter. Again, creepy AF. Voices chatting. Unexplained cool drafts and hair-raising sensations throughout the entire building. Additionally, many people think that the ghost of Michael York, a lingerie salesman, 
was found dead of a gunshot wound in the early 1970s. He's still hanging around. I'm looking at this one building. Uh, it's in Newcastle, Pennsylvania. And it just looks creepy. It's called the Hillview Manor. Located in Newcastle, this building is well known for being extremely haunted and is frequently visited by serious ghost hunters from around the world. In fact, private groups that want to investigate the paranormal can reserve the facility. A Newcastle building. Call me. Previously known as the Lawrence County Home for the Aged. <laughs> I can't make that one up. The building opened in 1926. The space changed over the years and officially closed back in 2004. Although it's still occupied by many spirits. The patients are believed to linger in the hallways to this day. There is a dark energy that resides in the building as a result of the ill manner in which patients were treated while staying there. So yeah, I mean, there seems to be quite a bit of hauntings in Pittsburgh. Not just the loss to Buffalo. I would highly say, you know, if you got a couple extra bucks and you want to send your favorite paranormal investigator on a road trip, I think I know where I want to go. Alright, well, check out, like I said, the latest episode of the Not-So-Humble Bradcast starring me. My name's Jeff, and thank you for tuning in to this episode all about the hauntings of the Steel City. Alright, well, I've got a great story for you that I'm going to be doing some research on for uh, the next episode, and I hope it's as creepy as it sounds. I'll come to you with that in two weeks. In the meantime, thank you for listening, and have a good one, everybody. Words. So many words.